Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Did you miss Canton and Carlin? Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance, also on your smart speaker, and the ESPN app, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. That is your Dr. Pepper call-in line. Let's get to a little Monday Night Football in a bit. Monday Night Football preview brought to you by Progressive Insurance. We got the 49ers and the Cardinals who are down in Mexico City tonight. 49ers uh, to get used to the altitude. We're in Colorado Springs uh, for a couple of days. Canty, look, uh, there's no uh, Kyler Murray tonight. Adam Schefter reporting he's not going to play, so it'll be Colt McCoy. This is a no excuses game to me. This, yeah. this is a no excuses game when you're the 49ers. And, and here's the thing. I'm looking at the San Francisco 49ers right now, despite their record, as the second-best team in the NFC. I look at that team, and I think they are better when they are at their best than the Dallas Cowboys. Tonight, tonight, it's a take-care-of-business game. It's TCB. This shouldn't be interesting to me. I'm with you on that one. I mean, think about it. No Zach Ertz, no Hollywood Brown, no Kyler Murray, no DJ Humphreys. This should be an opportunity for the 49ers defense to flat out dominate that Arizona Cardinals offense. An offense calling over the last couple of weeks that hadn't cracked 300 yards of total offense. So there's an opportunity to to actually get after this Arizona Cardinals team. And this is a chance to – put a stamp on what will be your formula for success, which is running the football, ground and pound, because this is a Cardinals defense that over the last three games has been suspect in stopping the run, Carl, and giving up over 350 yards. So this is a situation where you can make some gains on the ground. You can utilize Christian McCaffrey, get him more implemented into the flow of how you like to call games if you're Kyle Shanahan, and and really just – make it a signature performance against a divisional opponent. Now, make no mistake, Colt McCoy is a competent quarterback, and I expect there to be some fight from the Arizona Cardinals. Mm -hmm. But from a talent standpoint, they're not on par with the group that the 49ers are bringing to the party in Mexico. So this should be a game where they go out there and they take care of their business. You can't have a letdown after you had a, a close win against the Chargers Um, a team from a talent standpoint that's on par. You can't play down to the level of your competition. And so that's the part that I'm interested in seeing from this 49ers team that's all of a sudden starting to get healthy. Chris, it's this week and next week. These are, you know, you're five and four right now. You have to get to seven and four before you run into Miami, Tampa Bay, Seattle, and then all of a sudden a game that's no gimme, Washington at home. Yeah. Washington is playing exceptionally well, as we've talked about. So that's a four-game stretch. Now, granted, this game's in Mexico City. Your next three games are at home, but two of them against Miami and and Tampa, uh, as we said. 
these are the games that you will look back on at the end of the year and say, that's where we blew it. The ones where you're supposed to get them and you don't get them. And with Arizona tonight and New Orleans this weekend, uh, those are the ones. They've got Vegas later in the year. They've got Arizona again. They have to sweep the Cardinals this year. Yeah, I mean, you're the number one defense and the number nine offense in the NFL, Carlin, respectively. Mm -hmm. This is a game that you're supposed to win. And you said this before. This is a team that's all in on winning a championship. If you don't believe us, just look at what John Lynch gave up in order to get Christian McCaffrey. I mean, several draft picks, Carlin, including a second rounder next year. They gave up a fortune, so to speak, from a running back standard in order to get McCaffrey because they felt like this could be the missing piece to us winning a chip. Well, in order to give yourself the best chance to win the chip, you probably want to win your division, right, Carlin, to have yep. one home game in the playoffs? Absolutely. The last time that went the wild last team that went the wild card route and run a championship that didn't have Tom Brady as their quarterback was the twenty ten Green Bay Packers over a decade. So this is something that you need to get done. And if you're gonna win your division, Carlin, it damn well better start with winning this game tonight against a division rival that's starting a backup quarterback. And, Chris, I'll tell you what else, too. It, it, the other reason that the next couple of weeks are beyond important, look at what the, car, the Seahawks have in the next three weeks. They are home for Vegas. They are oh, at yeah. the Rams, who look like they are just toast right now. Oh, shipping the cars home. They're done. Yep. And then home for the Carolina Panthers before they get yeah. San Francisco. And they, yeah. get and San they got Francisco the Rams twice, Carlin. Carlin, yep. they got the Rams twice. Rams at down week 18. The or, uh, week yeah, 18 they do. Too. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Now in yeah. between they they get you know they get San Francisco but that game's at home on a Thursday night, yeah. and they also get uh, they also have to go to Kansas City and the Jets so those are a couple of tough games but there you can look at that schedule for the uh, Seahawks and see that they are getting to ten wins yeah they're going to be a double digit easily. win team they they will be a double digit win team yeah I mean yeah. they're getting there relatively easily and then it's just what do they do with those other games. Yeah, it's, so you, you have a lot less margin for error if you're San Francisco, which which highlights the importance of being able to get a win tonight. For, for a division that has been confounding to a degree this year with what's happened, it's going to be very, very interesting. Like, I'm going to be confounding in that it, uh, there is a level of disappointment that's involved there too. Mm-hmm. But I think this 49ers-Seahawks uh, chase for the division – is going to be exceptionally interesting. Now, the one thing I would say is the 49ers uh, just have to make sure. Do they have to win a division? I don't think they do because their mm. defense will travel. Their defense will travel, Chris. Do you agree? No, the defense will travel, Carlin, but I mean, I, I, just, I just play the percentages. I mean, you look at the likelihood of being able to go to wild card and win a championship. There's a reason why it hadn't happened in over a decade unless your quarterback was Tom Brady. Yeah. But there's a reason for that. So I, I'm not saying that it has to be that, but think about who your quarterback is. It's Jimmy Garoppolo. It ain't Tom Brady, and it ain't Aaron Rodgers, who was the last two, two quarterbacks to do it. So that's why I say when it comes to the margin for error once you get to the postseason, you got to make sure that you try to give yourself the easiest path. You're not going to get the number one seed. That, that, that ship has sailed. But you mm-hmm. can still win the division. And that's why tonight the pressure is going to be on the 49ers, especially that 49ers defensive front, to dictate the complexion of this game. 
Monday Night Football Preview was brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. Visit Progressive.com. Sometimes people say stupid things. We like to highlight them. We'll do that next. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? Listen, if there's one thing I enjoy, it's, uh, you know, when other people screw up, pointing it out and uh, making sure they make fun of it. I think that's uh, I th- just being real. Keeping it 100, as they say. Yeah, and you do that with us, too, with our show. Like, when we say something that, that's boneheaded or we have a bad play of the night, you're True. sure to point those things out. I point out me being a moron all the time. Yeah. It's been, I, I would term it profitable for my career so far. Yeah, but speaking of which, Carlin, we had a pretty good weekend on, on the handicapping side. Pretty good weekend. Well, let's talk about this for one quick sec. First of all, great job by you uh, Friday evening with your selections in a little primetime parlay that, once again, paid off. Oh, yeah, in a big way, Carlin. We took Giannis and Tenacupo Friday night against the Sixers over 11.5 boards. We took the Golden State Warriors laying 7.5 points against the Knicks on Friday night. And we had Steph Curry in that same parlay mm. over 4.5 three-point makes. He hit five. So, cha-ching. That was nice. And we went 2-1 and one in the Pick'em Challenge for ESPN Radio. And this has me thinking. Our coincidental, um, you know, effect of our picks the other day were that they were, in essence, fading what Barton Hahn had done. Yes. Because if I'm not mistaken, they had been a little bit chirpy, correct? Yeah, they were seawalking on our graves because we were at the bottom of the Pick'em Challenge. So I would like to propose this to you. As we move forward, perhaps our strategy in the Pick'em Challenge on Fridays should be to stick with that to fade Barton Hans picks. <laughs> I, I I am not against that, Carlin. <laughs> I actually kind of enjoy the petty of it all. Oh, I think we can really excel in the department of being petty. Oh, no doubt. We petty wop. And Carlin, we get a chance <laughs> to be even more petty by bringing back some stuff that we heard over week 11 in the National Football League. What say we do that? 
They said what? what? I have to believe one and one is three. I, I can't, I can't uh, operate where one and one is two. They said what? <laughs> As I say it every time, that never gets old. Uh, how about our guy, Nathaniel Hackett? Your fella, your favorite, Nathaniel Hackett, chiming in with his team's disappointing loss yesterday as they fell to the uh, Denver, uh, to the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Chris, here he is on the situation. Somebody's got to win this game. Remember that? <laughs> he wasn't wrong. Week. He wasn't wrong. Somebody had to win it. Now, it, it took more than four quarters in order for that to happen, but his team found themselves on the losing side of it, Carlin. And it's just the way that they lost, right? Because they came out offensively, and they actually showed signs of life. I was impressed. I was like, oh, maybe this is the Denver Broncos turning over a new leaf after the bye week. I mean, when you saw what Russell Wilson and company did, the first drive, seven plays, 92 yards for a touchdown, a field goal on the next drive, the following drive after that, Carlin, it was 14 plays, 79 yards, and resulted in a missed field goal at point-blank range. So you're sitting there thinking to yourselves, okay, the Broncos found something. Not yeah, so fast. They came play calling. <laughs> not, so, not so fast, my friend. Not so fast, Carlin, because they came back down to earth in the second half at overtime. And, oh, by the way, that defense – it felt like they let go of the rope because the Raiders, yeah, hot knife through butter in overtime, three plays, wow. 67 yards, and a Devontae Adams walk-off touchdown to seal the game. Well, Chris, let's talk about those th- uh, a couple of plays. First of all, how is Josh Jacobs that open down the oh, sideline? Oh, that's a great play. Down the stretch to tie with the field oh, goal? Oh, goodness. Yeah. I don't even know how that's possible. I, neither do I. Like but- I, In the words of our very own Ryan Clark, he was running buck naked in the secondary of the Broncos. <laughs> uh, by the way, so was Foster Moreau in yes. the uh, in overtime to set up the Devontae Adams touchdown, which I don't even think Buck Naked covers Devontae Adams being as open as he was because Patrick Sertan is still in the spin cycle. Oh, yeah. Patrick, Patrick Sertan didn't know if he was coming or going after Devontae Adams made that move at the top of the stem. But, I mean, that just goes to show you, Devontae Adams is a really, really good receiver. And up until Travis Kelsey's performance last night, Carlin was leading the NFL in touchdown catches. Well, Chris, you know the old adage. Somebody's got to win this game. Exactly. And somebody did. It just wasn't you. Yeah. Next. So how many, so how many game managers and play callers can Nathaniel Hackett bring in? Will they save his job? Probably not. No. I think the play calling thing I mean, if you remember, we talked about this with Nick Sirianni last year. How quickly did it happen with Nick Sirianni? Like, what, three games in? Something yeah. like that? Yeah. This, we, uh, we might have done this a little too little too late. Then yeah. there's Zach Wilson after the game. The New York Jets offense against the New England Patriots on seven second-half drives had two yards. Two. One-two. Here's Zach Wilson on if the offense let down the defense. As an offense, though, I mean, when you guys are only able to score three points, the defense only lets up three points. I mean, do you do you feel like you let the defense down at all? No. 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 How do you answer that so quickly, so definitively, though, Carlin? Two yards of offense? He yeah. could have done a quarterback sneak and got more than two yards of offense. Think about it. If he does a quarterback sneak on every play in the second half, do the Jets get more than two yards of total offense? Oh, they got at least 15 yards. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm saying. 
Like you don't even have to practice to go out there and do what the Jets did on offense. Oh and for the quarterback to, to, to not show any accountability, I mean, to not have any empathy for the other guys in the locker room that are fighting, that are scratching, that are clawing, trying to win a football game. That is dis- disappointing, Carlin. It's disheartening. And quite frankly, I don't know how the Jets as an organization move forward with this dude under center. Well, they may not be this week. Because <laughs> here, here's Robert Sala just a little while ago. You know, you just you. I've got to be able to sit back. I think we all got to be able to sit back and just look at what's best for this organization um, and this team. And um, you know, it's uh, it's not all about the quarterback. I want to be very, very clear. It's not all about the quarterback. There's a lot of things that we can do better as coaches. There's a lot of things that. Uh, the O-line needs to do better, receivers, running backs, tight ends, um, play caller. There's uh, uh, defense, everybody, oh. special teams. So I, I get it when where everyone looks at the quarterback and just wants to throw everything on him. It's, it's not always about the quarterback. Uh, but there's also an evaluation process to make sure that we're doing what's best for the organization, and that's every position. That's quarterback position, uh, receiver, that's all of them, uh, offense, defense, and special teams. So... Uh, like I said, I'm I'm a little behind, and uh, and it's just things I've got to go through in my own process to make sure that I catch up. I'm sorry, what? I wish he would have just stopped short at the offensive side of the ball. Like yeah. you want to call out the running backs, the receivers, the the offensive line, and even though Zach, all of them are not the cool. problem. <laughs> if you want to call out the special teams, cool. Yeah. Why'd you have to take it to the defense, Carlin? Why? When they give up, leave three the defense points. out of. It. <laughs> Has the defense not been kicked enough? I mean, After how they lost that game? Come on. <laughs> Have they not been kicked enough that here's your coach is going to go out there and say that? And, and here's what's amazing to me. When you really think about how outlandish it is that Zach Wilson would say that, to give you a, a little behind-the-scenes feel of how these things go, the coach, after the game yesterday, speaks first to the media. And when Robert Sala was asked if Zach Wilson's keeping his job, it was, yeah, yeah, he's our quarterback. No, there's no discussion about that. No, he's our quarterback. Then Zach Wilson comes out, answers the questions, says, by the way, guys, it was pretty windy out there. And when asked about whether or not he would uh, feel like that they had let down the defense, says, no. Well, the coach just backed you up in every way possible, and you turned around and said that? Mm. That's a quick way to head your head to the bench, especially when you're atrocious in the game. Yeah, and Carlin, I got to imagine that Rob Sala's delayed uh, press conference because of personal issues with the staff had a lot to do with people on the staff, MFN Rob Sala or the powers that be above Rob Sala wanting to stay with Zach Wilson as their quarterback because you know what's going to happen if you make that decision. You know how the rest of that team is going to respond. So this is a situation now where the Jets are in crisis management, and this all could have been avoided had your quarterback had a little more awareness in the post-game press conference. But, Carlin, I feel like we're being a broken record because we said that about three weeks ago when they lost to the Patriots. Mm-hmm. And, yep. oh, yeah, we're saying it now after they lost to the Patriots. See you on Sunday, Mike White. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. By the way, did you know that Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable? Get a multi-policy discount by combining your car, home, motorcycle, commercial auto, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. So, Zach Wilson has to be in Canty's bottom five, right? 
I would think. But who else will join them? That's next. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? 12 minutes from now, what do we do? We make people some money. Yes, we do. Money, people. Feels like a primetime parlay, Canty. There we go. We got a primetime game. It's not even in the United States. Correct. It is in but Mexico. We get in, but we're going to get involved, though. We're going to get oh. you them pesos. Believe that. As they say, we're going to get in the mix. Hello. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, presented by Progressive Insurance. Look, there is the the top five. We had that earlier, but there's also the bottom five. Here's Canty with the bottom five. His bottom five from Sunday, what he saw in the NFL. Let's go. Number five. All right, Carlin, we got to kick this thing off close to home, and it gives me no joy to do this because it's a franchise that I know and love. It's the New York Giants, and specifically their defense. Coming into week 11, they were a top 10 scoring defense, Carlin, and they got absolutely mauled by the Detroit Lions. Now, leave it to a Lion to actually do some physical mauling, but that's what happened because Detroit ran the ball for 160 yards on 37 carries, and the Giants' defense allowed the Lions to go 4-5 in the red zone. The three turnovers by the offense didn't help things at all, but the Giants' defense absolutely has to be better. For putting things in their proper context, Carlin, they gave up more yards to the Lions yesterday than the Bears' defense did to the Lions in Week 10. Mm. That ain't great, Bob. Ain't great. Mm-hmm. Next. Number four. Ronnie Harrison. Now, a lot of people don't know Ronnie Harrison of Notre Dame fame. You probably wouldn't know the backup safety for the Cleveland Browns. But he had an opportunity to shine yesterday, and instead he created a low light because he had a chance to recover an onside kick, Carlin, with less than a minute to go in the game that would have gave Cleveland a last-ditch effort at forcing overtime against the Buffalo Bills. After the touchdown catch by Donovan, man of the People's Jones, Cade York hits a perfect onside kick, got the high hop on the second bounce, and Ronnie Harrison got both hands on the ball at the plus 45-yard line, Carlin, he couldn't hang on to the ball. It gets batted out of bounds, and all of a sudden, the Bills retain possession. Game, set, match. The Cleveland Browns lose the game. Ronnie Harrison, you had one job, bro. You don't mm-hmm. play on defense. You play on special teams, and mostly special teams only. Make the play, especially when the kicker tees it up for you. 
literally and figuratively. Keeping it moving. Number three. Nathaniel can't hack it. That's right. <laughs> the head coach of the Denver Broncos. The infamous somebody's got to win comments prior to coming in and getting swept in the season series against none other than the Las Vegas Raiders. That can't sit well with new ownership, Carlin. Think about this. When a team beats you twice, has only one other win on the season, and that other win came against the Jags, you got to question everything that your head coach is doing, including hiring the game management coach, including delegating play call responsibilities. The Broncos offense has a quarter of a billion-dollar quarterback, Carlin, and through 10 games this season, only scored north of 20 points twice. For context, league average is 21 points per game on the season, Carlin. 21 points a game. You only scored 20 or more points twice, and the most points you've scored in any one game this year is 23. And your head coach, his background is on the offensive side of the ball. I guess in his background – or he's going to have former coach of the Denver Broncos if they keep up this direction. Let's go, number two. Number two. Kirk Cousins. He ain't my cousin. Maybe he's your cousin. He ain't my cousin. Not the way he played yesterday. If he was the my worst, cousin, I'd kick him out the house after yesterday. The worst Q- – yeah, he's not invited to Thanksgiving dinner. The worst QBR, Carlin, the worst in week 11. The worst QBR. He was 12 of 23, 105 yards, sacked seven times. The Vikings' offense was 1 of 11 on third downs and averaged 3.4 yards per play. Carlin, can we shut down the Cousins for MVP chatter? Can we, can we dismiss that now? Is that done? Yes. Can we get rid of that? That's over. Just, Carlin, think about it. The worst QBR in week 11. His QBR was worse than Zach Wilson's. <laughs> think, about that. think about that for a second. Worse than a quarterback who only had – his raw QBR was worse than a quarterback that only had two yards of total offense in the second half. Go figure that. All right. There can only Number be one. one. There can only be one. You know I had to have a kicker in here somewhere, right, Carlin? Oh, wow. Okay. So, number one is, I guess it's technically not a kicker. It's a punter, but he does kick the football. It's Jets punter Braden Mann. Why on God's green earth or on the Patriots' green football field? Do you kick a punt down the middle of the field with 26 seconds left on the clock in a tie game? Car- Carlin, Marcus Jones, the top punt returner in the NFL, according to average, said in the post game, I was surprised he kicked it to me. I thought he would just kick it out of bounds because of time and score. But no, Braden Mann decides to kick it to Marcus Jones, and Marcus Jones proceeds to house it. 84 yards in a walk-off punt return touchdown. Now, Carlin, you know I'm sensitive to this because I was on the wrong side of Miracle at the I, I was going to say, too. you just made this whole thing personal. No, it, it, it is personal because, I, I, you know, Matt Dodge decided to kick to Deshaun Jackson after I was right there and Tom Coughlin told him not to kick to Deshaun Jackson. But I just don't understand. As the punter, you have one job. Now, maybe Braden Mann was overworked because he did punt the ball nine times for over 400 yards before that last punt. All I'm saying is this, bro. Don't kick the ball to the returner. Kick it out of bounds. Don't give him a chance to win the game. But you gave him a chance, and it ended up burning you. That has to be Hall of Shame. That was the worst play that I saw 
in week 11 in the National Football First of all, Zach Wilson wasn't in there, technically. And secondly, uh, I mean, you know, what do you think Matt Dodge is doing now? Is he selling Dodges? What is he doing? Yeah, he's selling Dodges, maybe insurance for Dodges, something, something along those lines. But here's the thing, Carlin. I feel like we spent so much of the show talking about how bad Zach Wilson is okay. on the field and at the podium that yeah. we need to go ahead and you know take Rob Sala's advice and spread some of the blame around for that Jets loss. <laughs> so I found the only other place that I wanted to put some blame, which was on the punter. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Okay, so do you approve of the list? I, I think the list is solid. Are there any, I, I was looking for admissions. No, I didn't see any. Honestly, I looked up and okay. down. I didn't see any problems with it. Okay. No, not at all. Okay, uh, I'm not reading this on the screen. I'm not reading it. The tease from Evan Wilner going to break. Coming up. I, I give me. I guess I am reading it. I mean, I could do it if you want. Uh, hey, Ryan. Uh, Ryan Matlack. Yeah. Uh, please uh, read the tease for this and read everything that is on the screen yeah, yeah, below the you. tease. Yeah, Thank you. All right, yeah. Uh, we make people some De Niro, a loony end to the half in the NBA, and one t- team ground and pound their way to a title. That's next on ESPN Radio. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? You know what it's time for. I know what it's time for. What do we do? It's time to make some people some money. Let's do it. Time to earn some cash. The taste of money. The smell of wealth. It's Carlin's best play of the night. The taste of money. It's a primetime parlay. Damn right it is. Monday Night Football. The... San Francisco 49ers and the Arizona Cardinals. We have a four-leg same-game parlay. Four-leg same-game parlay. We ready? Let's do it. We are going over the total points, 43. Over total points, 43. Over DeAndre Hopkins, six-and-a-half receptions. That's right. Over DeAndre Hopkins, six and a half receptions. Colt McCoy, total passing attempts, over 33 and a half. Over 33 and a half. And finally, Jimmy Garoppolo passing attempts, under 32 and a half. Yes. Under 32 and a half. That four leg same game parlay pays out on Caesar Sportsbook. At plus 700. Mm. Plus 700. So, yes, are we going out on a limb a little bit? Sure. But this is what life is about. You take chances. And sometimes you win. So let's see if we can do that. Sometimes it's the worst. Sometimes it's the best. Best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is... Three and out. Uh, it was not really an inspirational uh, give I, uh, line I gave you going into our play of the night. Sometimes no, you not, win. Not at all. And it, it sounded Nathaniel Hackett-esque. <laughs> Somebody's got to win. It could be you if you play this parlay. Somebody's got to win be, this game. It could be the sports books. <laughs> Who's to say? <laughs> Listen, you thought the Jets had a crushing loss yesterday. 
Those Winnipeg Blue Bombers came up one ruse short of a fourth straight Grey Cup title. Hell mm. no. They mm. fell mm. to the Toronto Argonauts 24-23. to 23. Let's go Argos! <laughs> the only man I know who is all over, all over that game last night, Ryan Matlack. Former NFL quarterback Chad Kelly, remember him of Ole Miss fame? Oh, yeah. Came on in relief of injured McLeod Bethel Thompson in the fourth quarter. Led the deciding drive over the heavily favored Blue Bombers. And, of course, Canty, it was former Rutgers great Janarian Grant with a 102-yard punt return for a touchdown for the Argos. That's so, right. So what you're saying is the Jets aren't the only ones that lost on a walk-off punt. Exactly. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Makes sense Hell now, no. Carlin. Look at you finding a way to work in some Rutgers players. My guy had eight returns for touchdowns, Janarian Grant. Look at you, the Scarlet Knights, finding a way. Do you, well, look at you. Do you guys think stop. the NFL should adopt the Rouge? I do. I, I, I didn't even know what the Rouge, I mean, I knew it existed, but I didn't know what you had to do to score it until Evan just told us, which is just basically a touchback. The Jets would be a juggernaut with the Rouge. <laughs> <laughs> Every three and out would be a point. They would have won yesterday. Oh, my gosh. That would be ridiculous. No, they should not adopt that rule. No. Oh, Chris, how about this? Linebacker Blake Martinez retired on November 10th. It was two weeks after he sold a rare Pokemon card for $672,000. His Raider contract this year was worth $1.035 million. Carlin, he was just trying to get that last lick, bro. He was just trying to yeah. get that last payday, and that Pokemon card came through for him. It ain't like the Powerball or the Mega Millions, no. but that Pokemon card getting him $600,000? Uh, pretty damn good. I mean, if he only played half the season, Carlin, that's probably more than the Raiders have paid him this year. So good on Blake Martinez for being able to come up with that Pokemon card and hustle it for six hundred grand. Canty, I told you in high school, late high school, early college, I had a Jordan rookie card. Sold it at a card show in college for two hundred fifty dollars. That was beer. like that was that was like six hundred grand in college, though. Oh, oh two, yeah, two hundred two hundred fifty bucks is like. You know how much beer two hundred fifty bucks bought in Central <laughs> New York? That's what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> how that's much? A, that's a lot of money. I could buy the entire Peels Brewery for two hundred fifty bucks in college. Oh yes. my god! It, by the way, that retired. card now is only worth is only worth a half a million. Carl, Carla, retiring in the middle of the season though, like that just goes to show you know what. It just—he was in it for the money yep. at that stage in it. Not to say that he never loved football, but he was clearly done with football, and he just needed that last little payday. And who knew that Pokemon trading cards would give him that more than the NFL? Just think about that decision-making process for a minute. I'm going to sell the Pokemon card, and it's going to get me almost what I got for the season. I'm good. I'm straight. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Never to be heard of from the National Football League again, Carlin. Canty, did you see this with the Mavericks-Nuggets game over the weekend? So, mm-hmm. uh, going into halftime, Luka Doncic uh, hit a, a step-back three. And they reviewed it at halftime. And uh, the Mavericks would have had a, a seven-point lead going in. His Just the edge of his foot was on the sideline. So, they, they took it off the board. And they actually had to play the final two seconds of the first half before they started the second half. Both teams had already gone into the locker room. So they play the final two seconds, 
And then uh, the kid Conchar from uh, Denver hits a half-court three in those two seconds. (laughs) (laughs) So it was a full-on six-point swing that made it a one-point game at that point. That was pretty impressive. I don't know how they hose Luka Doncic in that situation, man. The shot was so good. Just let him have the three points, Carlin. Everybody wants to see it. What are we talking? Why are we getting hung up on technicalities? The rule is the rule. Let's just witness the greatness of Luka Doncic. Yes, but and, I don't and think. Appa- that- and, appara- and apparently, Kanchar, this, this reserve forward for the Denver. Denver <laughs> it was a hell of a half court shot. I mean, it, yeah. was just, it was amazing. And you yeah. just, and when they inbound it, you just thought, oh, it'll probably just run out the clock. Nope. Next thing you know, Nuggets cut it to a one point game. That was crazy. If you haven't seen it yet, check it out. Canty and Carlin, weekdays on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+.